amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Takes a shot. Here's Kelly Davis, wide open. Davis. Still going, and he's in for the touchdown. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. And that's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time to talk about day number 16 of New York Jets training camp. But day number two of the joint practices in Green Bay with our friend covering the Jets for NorthJersey.com, Mr. Andy Vasquez. Andy, first of all, how is the trip out there? How are you liking it in Green Bay? You get any good meals? Did you hit the golf course? Anything good going on out there beyond football? Yeah, I mean, Green Bay is definitely a interesting kind of strange place because it's like a strip of chain restaurants, fast food restaurants, you know, a strip strip malls, stuff like that, and then Lambeau Field. So it's 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 definitely a I've been here before, but only once for a Giants playoff game a few years ago, and it was like negative ten degrees. So mm-hmm. it's been nice to kind of check it out and, and be around Lambeau Field without you know freezing your face off. But um, it's definitely a town that is everything is about the Packers. Um, there's some good food. I've I've been lucky enough to play a little bit of golf, uh, some good golf. And that's been cool. Uh, and obviously, uh, you know, this town has is a special place if, if you like football. And it's got a lot of history. And, you know, the roads are named after football players and, and coaches. And, and obviously, a, a lot of Vince Lombardi history. So 
it's got a very spring training vibe to it in terms of training camp. Um, just, it feels like the players are kind of part of the community. Like some of them even ride their bikes from the locker room at Lambeau to the practice fields, uh, which are across the street. So it's, it's definitely a very cool vibe and the jets do come back here. I, I would recommend uh, trying to make the trip as a jets fan. Cause it's, it's not like anything else you'll ever see in football. Absolutely an amazing sight to see football in Green Bay, but a sight that most Jets fans did not want to see, but you unfortunately had to watch it unfold today, was what happened with Carl Lawson. So let's get into that because that's the big story. Yeah, Carl Lawson popped his knee. We weren't sure exactly what it was, but he was carted off the field and we knew it wasn't good. I tweeted out that Steven Stoller, 35-year orthopedic surgeon, who's a friend of mine and constant medical consigliere on this program, texted me and said that he believed that it was most likely not a tear of the Achilles, but a rupture of the Achilles. And if so, Lawson was going to miss the season. That is exactly what it turned out to be. Lawson's already had two ACL tears, now the Achilles. It doesn't mean he can't come back from this, but the injuries were a big problem for him at Auburn. They were a problem for him with the Bengals, and they continue to be a problem now with the Jets. And you knew that this was the big risk that you took signing Carl Lawson because he's always had trouble staying healthy. And so now, unfortunately, the Jets are going to be without their star pass rusher who they just acquired for the season. And we kept hearing about how dynamic Lawson was in training camp. And Andy, we know that he had a big practice day number one against the Green Bay Packers. And this injury is devastating. As you and I said, knock on wood, hopefully we don't have to revisit this statement. But thankfully, it wasn't Zach Wilson because that would be the worst one. But Carl Lawson might be the second worst one. Just an absolute gut punch to all Jets fans and obviously to the team. Yeah, I feel bad for Jets fans. I feel bad for Carl Lawson. I feel bad for uh, the Jets who were very excited about having a chance to get this guy out there. And, and he was the best player on the field during training camp and he was going to mean so much to this defense a defense that under Robert Sala really needs uh, an edge rusher uh, like Lawson who has the potential to be dominant and, and you were going to get to see Lawson kind of unleashed and and the last time we talked to him last week he talked about having the chains off and, and feeling like he didn't have to think he could just react and play and it was going to be really exciting to see and it wasn't something we were going to get to really see until week one. And now we're not going to get to see it at all this year. So I feel bad for us as reporters too, because, you know, everybody talks about us being negative or whatever, but we want to see good football. We want to write about good football. And um, this makes it harder for the jets to be good this year. So um, it's just an overall crummy situation. You, you could use a different word. And I'm sure you would as, if you're a jets fan, but just to kind of take you through what we saw today, um, it seemed like a normal play. It was the third or fourth period of, of team drills. Um, and there was a, it, you know, I, we couldn't see exactly what happened, but Lawson's rushing Rogers. And then, you know, there's kind of like a, them, probably because Lawson fell. When, when it happened, however it happened, we didn't see how it happened, and we won't get to talk to Robert Sala and, and what he saw on tape until after the game on Saturday. So um, we didn't really know anything was wrong, and then the music stopped, 
and I'm like, someone's down because that's why they stopped the music. Is it? It's Lawson, and then it on his uh, left foot as he was helped by a couple guys up onto the cart, and then they drove him off the field. He he was, didn't seem emotional, didn't seem, you know, like devastated, but looked a little shell shocked. And then once you heard it was an Achilles rupture, or once you heard they were doing the MRI for the Achilles, you know, they can generally tell on the field with an Achilles how serious it is. And if, if it needs an MRI, it's never, ever a good sign with an Achilles. So um, it's just, yeah, it's just a bad situation. Um, a lot of excitement and it's something that's going to hurt this team, but a lot of excitement that was there for the start of the season now just kind of evaporates because um, you're not, not going to get to see Carl Lawson. It's not to say that John Franklin Myers and, and Bryce Huff can't pick up some of the slack. Both those guys have looked great so far during camp, but you know Lawson was going to be the guy who made this thing go in terms of pass rush, and, and now he's not there. So. That's a tough pill to swallow, I'm sure, for Jets fans, certainly for the team. And uh, but it's it's football. It's what happens. And and like you said, this was uh, always going to be kind of the the risk with Lawson because he has that history. So we'll see what happens. It doesn't mean, like you said, that he can't come back and, and have a really good season in 2022 and, and get to the third year of this contract. But um, we're just going to have to see what happens. My joke was that this is the curse of John Abraham, the same way that there was the curse of the Bambino, and that ever since Mike Tannenbaum traded John Abraham to Atlanta in 2006, the football gods have decreed that the Jets are not allowed to have a top-flight pass rusher. So this is what ends up happening. Unfortunately, Carl Lawson is going to miss the season. I guess if we want to look on the bright side, Andy, while Carl Lawson is gone, Quinton Williams is back. He did some individual drills yesterday, but today he was back in team drills. Yeah, and another, not to rub it in or anything, but it's kind of a cruel twist that uh, Quinton didn't get on the field for the first time until after Lawson got hurt. So that we still haven't, you know, we didn't get the chance to see them even run a couple of plays together. So that's, that's a bit of a bummer, but it, it was, it's a good sign and a good sight for Jets fans to see Quinn Williams back uh, to be totally honest with you at that point, when he got back in there, he was only in there probably for around five to 10 plays at the very most. And we were all kind of trying to figure out what was going on with Lawson at that point. So I can't give you any sort of meaningful, uh, you know, evaluation of how he looked, but he was back. Um, he's looked good in individual drills. He looked like he was healthy and, and powerful and, and in good shape coming back. I would not expect to see him on the field in the preseason game, but they're going to keep easing him back and he'll be ready for week one, which is the most important thing. And, and that's the other good injury news is that a lot of these guys, the Jets have uh, been dealing with injuries, especially like Elijah Moore. He's clearly progressing in his rehab in terms of doing stuff that have him ready for week one. So even if you don't see him next week, um, Sala is confident that he'll be back for week one. Elijah Vera Tucker is doing some individual drill stuff now, so he could be back next week for some of those practices against the Eagles uh, in team drills and maybe even 
on the field for uh, the final preseason game. So a lot of these guys are trending up in terms of uh, being ready for next week and being ready for week one. And that's, that's some of the good injury news that we have right now. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Andy Quinn and Williams back. Carl Lawson out for the season. He's not the only one. Zane Lewis, who is a roster bubble player at safety, he's gone too. He's done for the season. And then now we also hear that Denzel Mims and Sheldon Rankins are hurt. Not quite as badly as those two guys. Day to day, although Andy, with Elijah Vera Tucker, we heard day to day, and it's been what, like two weeks? And last year, Denzel Mims was day to day and missed the entire length of training camp and didn't even come back till halfway through the season. So I guess this team has a weird conception of what day to day means. Give us the lowdown on what's going on with these injuries. So I can tell you with Mims, he tweaked something during special teams drills, and technically he was carted off the field, but he walked to the cart. I was actually behind him when he was walking to the card. He had a little bit of a limp and he was carted because like they're practicing across the street from Lambeau field, which is where their locker room is. And it was, it's about a a 10 minute walk back to the locker room that the players are making every day where, where the buses drop them off and stuff. So no sense in him making that walk if he's, if he's tweaked something. Right. So, um, we'll see. It didn't look like it was super severe, but, We'll have to see exactly, like you said, what day-to-day is. And same thing with Sheldon Rankins. He walked off the field. I'm not sure. I, I didn't see where he walked to or if he was carted back. But same thing with him. Um, they're, they're saying day-to-day. And basically, I think what you can take from day-to-day right now is it means that they may not be back in the near future in terms of 
next week for preseason games, but I wouldn't be super concerned about their status for week one. Um, so we'll see what happens with those guys. But the biggest stuff today, obviously, it was all about Carl Lawson. And, and um, that's obviously a tough injury for for Lewis, like you said, a guy on, on the roster bubble. But that's not going to be uh, an injury that really has much of an impact on this team Uh the loss and injury is going to be one that, you know, has a huge impact on this team this season and potentially going into next year as well. Andy, Zach Wilson, if I may quote David Byrne, the lead singer of Talking Heads, same as it ever was up and down again. We saw some flashes of brilliance and then some bad plays, but that's pretty much been the MO throughout training camp. And we've talked about this. That's what practice is for. It's for trying things and seeing what he can get away with. Today, he had a beautiful touchdown pass to Braxton Berrios. He had a couple of other nice ones, one to Crowder specifically, and a couple of incompletions and interception. So again, up and down, but we know that what Zach Wilson needs to do is be in a spot where he shows you more good than bad. He's still doing that. We liked what we saw in the preseason game. We'll see how he does against Green Bay. But again, practice is practice, and I don't think people should freak out if he throws an interception or has a couple of bad passes. I would feel pretty encouraged if I was a Jets fan about what you saw in these joint practices just because um, the Jets are clearly overmatched. They're they're practicing against a team that is a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Mm -hmm. The Jets are not a legitimate Super Bowl contender, and Wilson held his own. I mean, he's, he's under pressure. I mean, I think he was sacked five times today, seven times yesterday. Um, He's under pressure a lot. He's not making a ton of bad decisions. Um, You know, he was picked off for the only time during the joint practices today by Jair Alexander. Um, Just tried to fit a pass in there that was probably a little ill-advised and, and, you know, Pro Bowl cornerback made him pay for it. Um, But, but overall, to get through these two practices and and be under pressure regularly and only throw one interception, I think that is a good sign. Uh, the, the touchdown to Berrios in the two-minute drill did come against the Packers' second-team defense. Um, I would expect Wilson to look pretty good on Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, when he'll likely be going against the Packers' second-teamers second again because they don't really play their starters during the preseason. So um, I think, you know, this could have been a, a joint practice session, whereas if, Will, if Wilson was playing the way he was a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, he could have really struggled and it could have been ugly for him. But I think he's cleaned up a lot of that stuff. He's, he's showing improvement and the fact that, you know, he didn't make a ton of mistakes and didn't look completely overwhelmed this week in these two practices is a clear sign of progress and something to, uh, to be excited about. I know it's not maybe the juiciest, sexiest performance, but uh, for a guy to, to look pretty good here in a tough situation, I think you should take that as a Jets fan and, and feel good about where he's at. And I, and I think he'll play well on Saturday night and we'll go from there and see how he does against the Eagles. Some fights today, things got testy, but also a fun moment between Nathan Shepard and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, there, there was uh, some intensity. Right after Lawson got hurt, uh, Brandon Eccles, who's clearly a, a pretty intense, he'd been kind of in the middle of some other 
near dust-ups earlier in, in the practices. He got into it with, with Cobb. Uh, there was a lot of pushing and shoving. I don't think there were really any punches thrown. But even Aaron Rodgers was in there trying to, to calm things down and break it up. It, it was a pretty big pile-up in, in the end zone there. And some of the Jets coaching staff had to like kind of pull Eccles aside afterward and, and calm him down and explain to him why that's not what they're looking for. Um, but that was really the only kind of dust up we saw in, in these two practices. And then, yeah, that was a cool moment, uh, you know, where Rogers kind of got into it there with Shepard, but it was clearly joking and, and Rogers gave him a playful shove and, and Shepard went down like, you know, James Harden <laughs> with, with a flop. Like he, he actually got airborne after Rogers gave him a little love tap. And, and that was a nice moment between them. So I, I think, you know, it was a cool experience for, you know, Zach Wilson, James Morgan, a Green Bay native to get to, you know, meet and, and talk to and hang out with Aaron Rodgers, especially during the special teams periods. Uh, when there wasn't much else going on for those guys and they, they did a lot of talking and I, and I think that's going to be something that a is a good learning experience for them to be able to see how Rogers operates and to be able to talk with him about that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that that was a really useful thing for Wilson and, and a lot of the other guys, the younger guys on the jets is to see kind of how a championship caliber team uh, goes about its business. So I think that was another one of the big pluses of this this joint practice deal for the Jets to to get those interactions with the guy like Rogers and and to get to see some of these super talented guys like Cobb and Adams work up close. And not only all that, but to get to measure themselves up against these guys. So um, I think you know if you if you remove the loss and thing. I think it was a pretty darn good weekend or it's not the weekend. I don't know what day it is anymore, but it was a pretty darn good week for the jets in terms of learning and, and getting good experience uh, from a Packers team that obviously is where the jets want to be at some point in the not too distant future. John Franklin Myers had himself a nice practice, was able to get into the backfield for what would have been a sack in an actual game against Aaron Rodgers. That's good because the Jets are really going to need John Franklin Myers to be a presence on the defensive line. With Carl Lawson gone, they're going to need his pass rush skills. But Andy, one thing that you said to me before I started recording, and I think this goes along with what you were saying with the Jets being overmatched and the Packers being a Super Bowl contender the Jets had their moments on defense, but Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean, they, they just couldn't stop Adams and Rodgers in red zone drills. I mean, and it's not like a thing that's exclusive to the Jets. It's just those guys are really good. And it, and if, you know, they see a look that they like and Adams is going to get off the line of scrimmage quick enough and Rodgers is going to get the ball quick enough out to him you're not really going to stop that so um that happened a couple times today and it's for us uh i i should just speak for myself i've never watched and this isn't a knock on the jets it's just the reality i've never watched a quarterback like aaron Rodgers in practice before and and it was just very impressive to see how quickly he gets rid of the ball how effortlessly he's able to make it look um, how he throws the ball differently 
using different arm slots. He made a throw today. It's just a normal throw in in individual drills with no defenders out there. Just over the top, like lifting his arm up real high and just kind of flicking his wrist. And the ball goes like 25 yards on a line to Adams in the end zone for an easy catch. I mean, it's just it's just really impressive to watch. And um, it, it's cool to, to see someone who's that good at what they do uh, work on his craft. So I'm sure the Jets took something away from that, too. And and I know Zach Wilson, you know, he didn't get to watch Rodgers a ton during practices because when Wilson's going up against the Packers, number one defense, Rogers was usually going up against the Jets, number one defense. But the lone exception to that was at the end of practice, they would do two-minute drills where the whole team would watch the Packers offense go against the Jets defense and vice versa. So Wilson got to see Rogers, And one of the things he said on Wednesday was that it's just, he makes it look so effortless and, like kind of like he's playing backyard ball, which is not something that he can do yet because he's still learning. But I think, you know, that's the goal to get into that space where you feel that relaxed out in the field and can, and, and can operate like that. So yeah, it, it was cool to watch. And, and obviously the jets need more weapons and they need a quarterback who has that level of confidence and, and the experience to back it up. But Hopefully one day in the Jets' eyes, Wilson can be that guy. He certainly has the skills to be able to do it, but um, a long way, obviously, from from being anything near what Aaron Rodgers is. Andy, no bless Austin today, and nobody seems to know why he wasn't out there. Talk about what we know so far, and also, is there anything else that happened today at practice that we didn't touch on yet? Yeah, so we don't know what's going on with bless Austin, if it was an injury, if it was something else. He was not out there in working in his place was Isaiah Dunn, the undrafted uh, free agent signing. Um, so that's something to watch moving forward. I mean, I think we'll know more on Saturday if Austin is out in the field or he isn't, but that's also kind of an indication of, of what that chart is and, and perhaps who you might see on the roster at cornerback moving forward. Obviously Dunn, if he's getting those reps, has – has uh, done something to impress uh, Robert Sala and Jeff Ulbrich. So um, something something to, to watch moving forward. And then another, no, just kind of like a minor note, something I left out earlier, Sherrod Meesman, who's been filling in uh, for for Joyner at, at safety while Joyner's out, he came up with a pick of Rodgers on that play where um, Nathan Shepard and and Rodgers kind of playfully got into it. So um, Neesman kind of struggled a little bit during these practices, but that must have been a nice moment for him, for sure. Um, one of the other things that stuck out to me, uh, or a couple of the other things, Michael P. Ryan looked really good. Um, he's definitely going to fill that role for the Jets as a power rusher. He's you know, we saw it in the preseason game the other night. That nice, I think it was a four-yard touchdown run he had. Saw more of that, more of that kind of power running. Um, so I, I would expect to see more of that. And Zach Wilson and Corey Davis continue to build chemistry. 
We saw it in the two-minute drill, sustainable in terms of getting first downs and then move the ball, periods, but they were able to consistently connect, um, and I think that's a good sign moving forward. So those are some of the things that stuck out to me during practice uh, this week and and things you can look forward to in the, in the preseason game this week and next week against the Eagles. Andy, after practice, Mike LaFleur turned some heads with some of the things he said, specifically about Makai Becton in the offensive line. What did LaFleur have to say, and who else spoke after practice? Yeah, LaFleur was pretty candid in terms of evaluating where the offensive line is and where Makai Becton is. Uh, in terms of Becton, he said that uh, Makai is going through some things right now, and, and what he meant by that is going through a difficulty in training camp, which is kind of to be expected in his growth. Um, he was facing loss in, on a day-to-day basis and getting beat pretty regularly. Um, and he needs to, to play better. And LaFleur said things that basically we've been seeing. Some of the fans uh, thought we were making it up. This should you know, provide some clarity there that this has really been happening. He has been struggling a little bit. And it's also, you know, he's a second year player. He's 22 years old. He's been learning how to be a better pass blocker. Pretty normal stuff. It doesn't mean that Makai Becton's not going to be a good offensive lineman. It just means that he's having some struggles during the camp and it's something to watch moving forward. So, that that's what I would take what what Mike LaFleur said today. That's how I would take it. It's not like the book has been written on this kid. It's just where he's at right now. And it's okay that a young offensive lineman who had a very specific set of weaknesses that we all knew that he had when he was drafted is struggling a little bit with those weaknesses. Um, and then LaFleur was honest about the offensive line that said that they haven't been very good for the last week and a half or two weeks and and that he thinks they're turning the corner but they need to consistently show it yeah so it should be super noteworthy when uh, an offensive coordinator says what's actually happening but that's kind of the, the world that we live in now so um it's just kind of nice to hear him say it because it's what's been happening so it, it was blunt it was refreshing and i think the one takeaway I have from it is that it'll be interesting to see uh, if he continues to be as forthcoming about uh, some of these struggles moving forward because it does generate headlines. And again, I wish it wasn't like that, but that's just kind of the world we live in. So um, it's, it's not that big of a deal that the offensive line is struggling, um, but it is something to watch moving forward. So that would be my big takeaway from what Mike LaFleur said today. Um, and then in terms of other guys who spoke, Corey Davis talked about how valuable this whole experience is for the offense and for Zach Wilson. And it's the same stuff that, that we've been saying. It's, it's just good for him to be able to go up against, you know, a, a star cornerback in this league and, and see where he's at. And it's good for both Corey Davis and Wilson to try to build chemistry in that situation and for the entire Jets offense. So uh, Corey Davis was asked about Carl Lawson and he, he wasn't really, he had just been made aware of what happened. Cause like I said, they're kind of practicing in different um, 
spots at the same time. So he didn't see what happened with Lawson as it went down. But, you know, he said, obviously, that guy is a big part of what we're trying to do here. And, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with him. And and obviously, we, we know what the result is there. So just kind of taking the temperature of what's going on in the Jets locker room, um, you know, this is going to be a blow for them. But also, these guys all know that this is the possibility when you play football. And, and I don't think it's going to be something that lingers beyond, uh, you know, a day or two. And then uh, another guy who talked today was James Morgan, just kind of talked about how cool it was to be back in Green Bay. He played high school football less than a mile away from Lambeau Field. And, and uh, obviously he's third on the quarterback depth chart and, and hasn't looked super great in games. But he was a big story here in Green Bay today. I mean, at the, I was just had the local news on, and it led the sports broadcast. James Morgan being back and and you know getting the the chance to meet Aaron Rodgers, and and that was another cool kind of funny moment yesterday or on Wednesday when Zach Wilson was asked about um, you know getting to meet Aaron Rodgers and and what was James Morgan's reaction to that, and and he made fun of him. He said. He was he was a big fanboy, uh, you know. He was kind of getting nervous when he got to meet Rogers, and but then Wilson laughed and said, "We're all we were all big fanboys. This is a pretty cool moment for all of us." So um, those were the big takeaways from from the media today. A little bit of lightheartedness and an otherwise uh, lousy day for the Jets. Andy Vasquez covering the Jets for NorthJersey.com. Thanks so much for coming on and recapping today's practice with me. Really appreciate it. Wish that we could have had better news to talk about than what happened with Carl Lawson. As you said, a bad day for the Jets, but hopefully tomorrow an off day gets these guys rested and ready to go for the preseason game coming up on Saturday. We'll be back to answer your questions tomorrow. In the meantime, read everything that Andy is doing over at NorthJersey.com and read everything that you can over there. They've got some great local journalism and you can get access to all of it for 99 cents for six months. I'm not talking about 99 cents a month for six months. I mean six months for just 99 cents. So that works out to like 15 cents a month. You get everything Andy writes, both behind the paywall, not behind the paywall, and everything else that you can read about what's going on locally in the news with sports. All of it, it's there. NorthJersey.com, just 99 cents for six months. So take advantage of that right now and follow Andy on Twitter at Andy underscore Vasquez. And make sure that you're checking out everything that we're doing at playlikeajet.com and on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Luke Grant's got a brand new video up there right now sharing his instant reaction to the Carl Lawson news. Plus, he's got a fun one up there about Makai Becton dominating Aziz Ojolari and how some Giants writer tried to pretend it was the opposite. Go and check those videos out now and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. And give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. For the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 